Back to another episode of 34 to Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flesh, joined this time by my co-host Brian Flesh. Go Bears. Welcome back. Um good to be back. So we're recording this Monday before the Monday night game with the Browns and the Jets. Um This is weird. Yeah, it doesn't feel like we won. You know, and I just want to start off by saying, you know, I I was happy we won. Everyone jumping up and down for joy, going nuts, going viral on your videos. We've seen it. I like it. I wish I, you know, I'm more envious of you because I I can't get like that. I couldn't get like that. So I I am just extremely happy we won, but it does does leave me the way we won leaves me feeling a little like, I need to wash my hands or something. I don't know what it is. All right. Man. Well, let's talk about the good before we talk about the bad. Yeah. So, where do you want to start with the good? <laughs> well, come on. It's the defense, I, right? I know. It's, it, come I just on. feel like it's rhetorical because everyone knows where we're going to go with the bad, but yeah, screw it. it. Let's go with the good. It's the Bears, man, and, and you got to talk about the D because the D is is who we are this year. Yeah, so what What about the D? Well, okay. Um, once again, we were consistently putting pressure on the quarterback position, um, consistently making him, Flacco, you know, just well, make some poor choices. I, I am, well, I am going to disagree with that a little bit because I think the Broncos came out with a really good game plan on how to beat us because of Vic. Fungio. Oh, well, yeah, they were throwing very quickly. Yeah, if that's what we you're weren't really getting to. much pressure. We could have. Like, it was there, but I mean, I could have blocked for the Broncos. Serious. I'm, not, I'm being dead serious in the aspect of that's how quick the ball was getting out. And then the only time the ball did not get out super fast, Khalil Mack was there with his sack. Yeah, yeah. But, but we, we, were, we were closing that pocket pretty doggone quickly, and he was doing a good job of getting the ball out. Once again, I, I just think our defense looks very very good in terms of its pass rush this year no no it it does i'm just saying that you could tell that's that's what happens when your defensive coordinator who knows you is now a head coach hey can i ask you one thing eddie goldman got a call for roughing and we'll uh, get into that one hold on i i that upsets me that upsets me buddy did we not just talk about the good and now you jump right to the bad man all right all right let's go Let's go good. God, I don't even know why we talk before these things. Like, why do we even have a format? You always consistently... St- this is a little behind the curtain here. You kill my segues, man. You stomp <laughs> all over them. I don't know where you're going. Love you, son. Love you. Wow, like, someone needs to pop an Adderall before we start this thing. <laughs> Anyhow, back to the, the game. What I was trying to say, though, is that's what happens when... Uh, your former defensive coordinator is now a head coach. He knows how to beat you. He knew damn well, and I I know from experience, he knew that line couldn't block us. He knew. He knew his offensive line couldn't block us, and that's why he got the ball out quick and stuff. Um, I don't know about you. I, I was a little concerned about how far back we were playing, and the mismatches were a little weird with uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, I thought the mismatches were a little weird, too, in terms of just – the assignments that we had people on. I mean, I, I like I, Floyd I, almost had a pick out in the flat. Like, right, right. What was he like seven yards upfield to the to the sidelines? Yeah, and he almost got a pick. Yeah, it was it was kind of strange. I I don't know if we were running some kind of tricky something or other, and people got crossed in their assignments. But a few times, I'm like, why is our linebacker on that guy who's like really super fast? Well, at first, when we saw the pass, and we're like, oh, you should have caught that. Oh, Floyd, what the? Yeah. Like, it was odd to see him out in that position where normally you would see, like, a, a corner or a safety yeah. be roaming. That happened to Mac, too, one time. Now, granted, I, Mac's now Mac, fast. He's he's fast, but he, he kind of surprised me that he ran clear out into the flat, and I'm like, oh, okay. Now, see, I wanted to bring that up. I don't think that had anything to do with 
Chuck Pagano. I think that's just Mac. I think they that, think- that, that's the freedom they give him. Because remember, earlier in the drive, Flacco tried to throw a screen, and Mac rushed the passer, identified the screen so fast, and just stood with Freeman. And he's like, go ahead, catch that ball. Freeman did, wrapped up, boom. Yeah. I mean, just wrapped up, boom. Yeah. You, you, you got to admit that one of the great things about watching the Bears is just simply watching Khalil Mack. And, and, and you know who I think is one of the most improved people so far this year? It's got to be Floyd, right? Oh, easy. with that. I talked about that last one. Talked about how he is such a difference maker without that cast. That and, cast really, we had no idea how much it was really holding them back. And we got some supporting players on defense that continue to step up on that defensive line. You know what I think's crazy is we didn't even talk really. We have not in two games talked about haha Clinton Dix. And that's kind of okay if that makes sense. Because we have so many playmakers all around the field. If you're not being noticed, then you're not doing anything wrong. Yeah, in which I yeah. don't think he is. Eddie Jackson, though, man, he just continues he, to blow people up, to be all over the ball. He almost had a couple picks. And then finally, though, the pick did happen. Yeah, yeah, Fuller. And and that was a nice-looking pick. And you know what? I watched that replay. I watched it a couple different times. He came so close to taking that to the house. I mean, that knee hit the that ground. Knee, yeah. It, but... That, I mean, that was so close to him taking that to the house. Very close. Very close so, indeed. So, you know, once again, it, it's the D, it's the everybody. I, I think we're playing though? as, don't you, don't you think we're playing as a really good team defensively? Oh, my gosh. I was I just going to commu- say, you know what? communication is great out there. What I was going to say is, you know what's weird, though, about the defense kind of plays like an offense? Now, hear me out. You know when the offense has the ball and you're like, oh, I just know they're going to score. It was like our defense, we just knew that takeaway was coming the whole game. And then yeah. in the critical moment, boom. Yeah. We kept saying it. If if people had been sitting in our living room, we kept saying it's just a matter gonna, of time, it's right? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. A matter of time. And and boom, there it was. It, yeah. It, it's a thing of beauty watching our defense. And that's what I mean by they're kind of like an offense. Yeah, they are. And honestly, just a shout-out to everyone on the defense. There was not one player that had a bad game. I no. truly believe that. No. We we shut them out. We we shut them down. Um, you well, know, the... Oh, excuse me. The two-point conversion. We can talk about that. Um, I don't care what people say. That was just... that. You know, that's just a good play. Yeah. Emmanuel's going to do that to you. He's yeah. still got it. And yeah. Flacco's competent enough to get the ball down so yeah it was unfortunate that you know um they missed the the field goal and we got the penalty but yeah you know, so if if people don't know they came down went for two they got a penalty for delay a game moved them back so they didn't decided to instead of going for two to kick the extra point they missed the extra point we think we got it in the bag we won the game turns off buster skaggs is that his name I believe so. Something like that. I'm sorry, I don't know it, but um, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. It, he, I mean, he had a decent game too, but yeah. that just really hurt us. He jumped off sides, and then that, and then they said, "Okay, well, we got the five yards back." So then they went for two, and Emmanuel was in the slot, does a double move to the outside, and burns Fuller. And and you know you're not gonna win him all yeah. the time. Hey, hey, I would like to to give it up though for our former defensive coordinator. I thought that was a really smart move with a tired defense to go for two. I, I thought that showed a lot of. I thought that showed a lot of guts. Our listen, Roquan anybody that dead. yeah, anybody that saw our defense knew that that they were winded. They were absolutely it, it, winded. It was, and that it was takes, a com- but it was a combination of not just the altitude of three and outs oh, constantly. Absolutely, I mean. Once again, and and I know we're trying to cover the good stuff right now. But, yeah, and we can but, touch a you know, little bit on the bend. Yeah, it, it's just it's hard for a defense, and and I tell you what, our defense is so professional. You don't ever hear them, at least publicly, bitching about carrying the offense. They are. They, I don't very, think they ever will. They they are very very professional. They they are pulling things together, and and you just got to give it to them. 
So we can touch on some of the bad now for the defense. And honestly, I think it was just that one thing you were saying earlier with Eddie Goldman yeah. and roughing the passer that was, well, actually there were two. There was Eddie Goldman got called for that bullshit roughing the passer. Yeah, that wasn't even roughing the passer. What's a guy going to do? Flacco's arm is in motion going forward. What's he going to do? Pull off the tackle? See, I don't know. I don't know what I, they I mean, want. How, how, can you, how can you do that? But And then another uh, opinion, just to play devil's advocate, some people will say, well, why don't you just hit his arm? Why don't you knock the ball out? Well, okay, but some quarterbacks, how many quarterbacks have we seen? And Joe Flacco is a big dude where we did try that earlier, and he got away. Yeah. You got to take them down, man. It doesn't matter if they're big, tall, slow, fat, speedy. It doesn't matter. We can't be playing this position to where we just want to take all the contact out. If you want to do that, then fine. Put a little flag on the quarterback, and when that guy has a flag, they can review it. I mean, seriously, yeah. because that's where we're at. Yeah, you got to take the guy down. If he's down, he's not throwing. If he's down, he's not running. You got to take him down. Okay, and then the other one I want to address is the personal foul on Floyd, which was not a personal no, foul. No, it was not. He wrapped up Freeman. He did not suplex him backward. He picked him up to the side, and he turned his hips to throw him to the ground. When he was throwing him to the ground, he clearly lets up his arms and Hakeem Hicks comes in to support the play and to make the tackle. And then they call a personal foul. And it wasn't a suplex. It was, I, I don't know how to describe it other than a tackle. If you have a guy, because he wraps him up from behind, all he does is turn his hips to get his hips to turn to kind of just throw him down on his side. I but, mean, but he didn't get a chance to because Akeem Hicks cleaned house. But what's Akeem Hicks supposed to do? I, everything you, looks, real quick, uh, everything just looks worse in slow motion, correct? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely it does. Here's the deal. You're, you're sitting there and you, you watch those refs call that and you go, what? I, I, I even seen the, even if I they call a play like that on the other team, I'm scratching my head like, well, and they did, so you know, then we'll talk about yeah, that Yeah, we later. will talk about that, too. But, I mean, there were some BS calls. Let's just put it that way. No, there was a lot. Um, all right, let's move on to the offense. I think that wraps up the defense pretty yep, well, I right? think it does, I yep. Mean, just, what? Well, I mean, uh, the, so how, how many more hey, adjectives how, do we have? How, how, how are you going to... Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking good now about the offense? Because this is going to be... Other than a couple no, things, it's gonna this is going to be, be I know, hard. I know, uh, listen, I know, but le- I kind of... All right. I don't know if you listened to the last episode. I got really negative. I am trying to bring more positivity to this podcast, and it is very hard. <laughs> and, Kumbaya. Uh, yeah, I, that's why I need... Uh, uh, I, I, you know, you're. Hey, I gotta give it up to you, no, man. You're, you're switching roles now. Like now, I'm trying to be the upbeat one, and now you're trying to just power through to get to the negatives, and it's killing me. Yeah, I I'm know. On board I, with hey, you. listen, I'm proud of you, son. I am absolutely proud of you. You are taking the high road, trying to go for the positive. You go for it. Yeah, I can't. I, <laughs> yeah, they're making it very hard. So. <laughs> Positive, yeah. Let's hear Offensive it. Offensive line didn't look too bad. Um, Montgomery looked okay. He didn't look great. I'd like to see Cohen get more involved. That's more of a negative. Uh, you got anything? Cordell's else? run. <laughs> <laughs> Cordell, who's not even really a wide receiver or running back, more used as a special teams. Got like 40-some yards on a run, didn't he? Yeah, nope. so, I mean, that's, let's be honest, uh, that's we're, we're, okay, okay, we, we, yeah, it's, it was not a pretty picture. And now we're back to the elephant in the room, and I know people get sick of this, but, <laughs> tune in or tune out. So, <sighs> This is so... Oh, where do we even begin? I know where. Okay. Where I make you eat the crow that you proposed earlier. Remember when we first did this podcast? No, well, not first. This season. Season two. And you, quote, unquote, said, Trubisky 
is an average quarterback. Would you like to take those words back? I would love to take those words back right now because if Trubisky were an average quarterback right now, it would be amazing. He put up running back type numbers. Here's what we're talking about, folks. 16 for 27, only 120 yards, 4.4 yards average. Those are running back numbers. Oh, it's terrible. I Before the podcast, I was sharing uh, a, a little statistic with, with uh, Tyler about... Well, go ahead and tell him. Yeah, yeah. Um, looking at um, the... Well, do you have your phone? Do you have it? Yeah. Let, I, here, let, you look that up. I'll look that up. You keep going here. So, no, I mean, listen, here's the big problem, and I know that people don't want to hear this, but... Here's a little fun statistic for you. Trubisky is the only starting quarterback other than Ben Roethlisberger, who is now out for the season with an elbow injury, who did not even play a full game. Him and Roethlisberger are the only quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks, not to have an offensive touchdown. And I mean, my man, a passing touchdown. You know how sad that is? Oh, that is so sad. Here's the other statistic that goes along with that that we were talking about. Looking for it, just finally found on my phone. The highest percentage of uncatchable passage, passes through the first two weeks in the NFL, Cam Newton tops the list at 34.2% uncatchable passes, but right behind him, Mitchell Trubisky, 27.8%. Um, the only people who are throwing the ball worse right now are Ryan Fitzpatrick. Kirk Cousins is a bit of a surprise. Kyler Murray, he's in a new offense, and Matthew he's also Stafford. A rookie. He's and only he's a rookie. Two games. Right. But just just think about that. Here's here's the even sadder part, okay? And I am sure all of you who watched the game felt this way. I know we did. So after Kyle Fuller got the interception, we had an amazing opportunity to take the ball and drive it down the field. Tyler, what do good teams do when they get the ball in that position? They at least get down to a field goal. They At least. They, they get consecutive first downs over and over again that keeps the drive going. We had seven passing first downs in the entire game. Seven. That's less than two first downs for every quarter. That's, That's sad. Bad. You it's know what, absolutely though? sad. I gotta rewind I gotta rewind a little bit. I know we're back to the negative, but dude, we did not even mention the best part. What's that? Eddie. Eddie Pinero. We oh. have a kicker. Oh Eddie. Hey, wh- how could we have missed Eddie? Totally forgot. Oh, Sorry, Eddie. Eddie, we had hey, you in the special teams hey. category, not offense. Although our Eddie has scored more than anyone on the team. Uh, he listen, that kid was clutch. You know what? We we pretty much we pretty much love that kid right now. I mean, he yeah, is, he's a he's, hero in Chicago. Yeah, he is. He's come through, and uh, I don't know that that was. A, you're right. We needed to back up. Um, Eddie, you're, you're great. Keep it up, kid. Uh, but, but Trubisky, uh, but the point is, uh, the point is though, with Eddie, we can't just rely on him. He's doing great now. We'll see how he kicks with the elements. He comes from, he's a Miami kid. He kicked at Florida. He, uh, he has some swag and some cockiness about him. From I kind of like that. No, you have to have it. You yeah, have to. Yeah. Have I kind of like that. So here's the deal. You, Tyler, I'm almost speechless at this point in time. You might have to help me out here, but I, I almost don't have any words. I can, I can help you. Here. Okay, help, help me out here. So here's what we missed out on in the draft. Here's Mitchell Trubisky's numbers to this point. Oh, this hold, is, I mean, we I'm, have, I'm, I'm holding my breath. Here we go. We have to talk about this. This is bad, man. He only has 348 yards, zero TDs, one interception. His QBR is 27.7. 27.7? Is his quarterback rating, which is 
believe it or not, 28th. Hey, for those of you out there that believe that this is his breakout year, I don't know how you define no, how breakout. About, how about not even breakout year? How about that they still believe he's a franchise quarterback? You need to get a hold of this podcast and defend yourself. Because yeah. right now you're shit come, out of luck. Come on the show here with us and tell us why you think he's a franchise quarterback. Because I don't see it. You know, and honestly, I just want to get this out there. We might feel like we team up on you or something if you come on here. We might disagree with each other. But the point is, at the end of the day, we're going to appreciate you for listening and appreciate you for calling in. Absolutely. Even though we don't agree with your bonehead yeah. statement that Trubisky is a franchise quarterback. Yeah. We will be because there's completely a lot of, honest with there's you. There's a lot of people out there that do. Again, I talk to fans again. Who some do not want to come on the show, others they man, I'm telling you right now, they defend him. They say, give it time. It takes time. It does not take this much time. Not in a league that is based on based off of the run is dead. The quarterbacks are the ones that drive the force. Point proven. Let's just start with. Some, we'll go from the bottom of the quarterbacks in the first round to the cream of the crop. Okay. We already started. We have the bottom, who we traded up for. Now, Deshaun Watson. So Trubisky has 348 yards, zero TDs, one interception. Deshaun has 427 yards, three TDs, one uh, interception, 71.4 QBR. It's seventh in the league. Oh, <laughs> Now, this next one might make you sick to your stomach, but Patrick Mahomes is an absolute freak. Now, I just want to state that Nagy has learned the offense from Andy Reid. We run similar stuff, okay? Trubisky doesn't even have half the numbers that he has. Right now, this is unreal, man. 821 yards through two games with seven TDs, no interceptions, QBR of 92.6, and that's second in the NFL. I don't know who first is. I'll have to do more research, but that is incredible. So I, I want to talk to the people that suffer from TDD. Do you know what TDD is, Tyler? What's that? Trebinsky Delusional Disorder. It, it's, a, it's a real thing out there. It's the belief that the quarterback that you have, regardless of what you can see with your eyes, is still a franchise quarterback. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. There's, there's. Now, you brought up an interesting question before the show. You said, would it be better if he got hurt? And I emphatically said no. And then you kind of came around, and here's why I said no. He has to fail healthy. It's the only way we avoid this $100 million contract because that's just the way of the league now, which doesn't make sense, right? Like, Dak wants more money. Well, Dak's not as good as Mahomes. But yet, Dak's not as good as Breeze or Brady, but he's going to get more money, which doesn't make sense. Like, Goff is better than Dak, but Dak's the last to sign, so they get the most money because that's just what agents do. We can't do this. We cannot fall for this with Trubisky. Are you guys thought the Cutler years were bad? The Cutler years? Whoa. Just wait. Oh, I know. And, and you know, I really liked your point because I was missing it entirely. I was just so frustrated with Trubisky that I was thinking, oh, man, maybe he could get hurt, too. I mean, Breeze got hurt. You know, Ben got hurt. Those are pretty two tough guys. Maybe Trubisky could get hurt and we could actually watch a Chicago Bear quarterback play football. But we don't have a backup. Yeah, that I know. Chase Daniels. We don't see. That's yeah, another thing. I know. That's another know. thing. He's not. Why he's, don't we have a backup? He, Chase Daniels not terrible. Yes, he is. Yes, we lost to the Giants, and the only touchdown came from Tariq Cohen throwing the ball. He is shit. He is dog shit. I'll say it. I don't care. Come, I, 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 at me, Chase Daniels. Yeah, yeah. I or Chase I, Daniel. I, I, I disagree. There's. Name? Why doesn't he just put an S on the last name? I don't know. It's, Chase it's so Daniel. hard. It's so hard when they at do that. me, Chase Daniel. Yeah, yeah. They probably didn't think that you know that'd be an issue with you pronouncing it. They they never knew that. No. Well, it's 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 a dumb name. Like Daniel, <laughs> two first names. You have two first names. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, some people do that. 
So here's the deal. We're right back to There's where we Daniel started. Listening. The most you can change your name to Daniels. Get it over with. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like Trubisky, we got to move on. on this. We got to move on. He doesn't move on. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I guess so, that last one went over your head. Oh man. That. Go that's ahead bad. and tell everyone what Nagy said. Okay. Listen, I was reading some articles and and I'm hoping that. You know, I, I got this correct, but I'm pretty sure that the article that I was reading was talking about how Nagy, and I get that you defend your quarterback, you defend your quarterback to the hilt, and, you know, basically Nagy was saying it's not really Trubisky, it's some people didn't run their routes correctly, and so it looks like an overthrow. But, you know, even though I love Nagy, I... Some of these are overthrows, man. I don't know. I don't know how you say it other than your eyes tell you that the ball is nowhere near the guy. Um, so I can people run bad routes? Absolutely. Do all of our people run this bad routes this consistently? I don't think so. Do you there's think there's something with the psychology of a face? Like, Jay Cutler got shit all the time because he had, like, that frowny, mopey face. Yeah. But Trubisky kind of does the same thing, except he always looks like a deer in the headlights. Oh, he looks dazed and confused. No, but he looks like a Mack truck's coming at him when there's no one around. Well, I know. I I, I think he's overwhelmed by the game, if you want to know the truth. So let's talk about the final seconds, the final drive. I mean, I get... But but Tyler... They they won because of Trubisky. No, they did not. We won, and this is purely... Listen, I am so glad we won. I'm not trying to be negative, but if you can't... If you can't foresee the inevitable of what is about to happen and to take place, it's coming, and it's... We're, we're, I don't think we're going to make the playoffs. Um... And I'll tell you why we got lucky. Um, I'll get back to that. That listen, Chubb hit Trubisky. Trubisky still had the. I've seen it twice. He still had the ball in his hands. And you know we got that pass in. We got that roughing the passer call earlier. I don't know if that was a makeup call. I don't know what the heck it was. But it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't pass. Wasn't pass interference. We take, then, we're going to take it, of course. And then Trubisky missed all his throws going down. He made the one crucial one, which, again, there's a lot of controversy over that. Was there enough time left? Why didn't they review it? I mean, Trubisky did go running down the field with saying timeout. So at least he's aware. I will give him that. He's aware, but man, dude. He only throws to Allen Robinson. We are not utilizing Anthony Miller nearly enough. Enough. We're overthrowing Taylor Gabriel. I, it's it's and, a wonder why people want to play for us with him I, as quarterback. I'll tell you something. I think Anthony Miller is the most talented wide receiver on our roster, and we don't uh, even utilize him. Oh, I'm gonna have to slightly disagree. I think Robinson's better. I think. I think uh, Robinson has. I, no, I, I Robinson disagree. Has that go up and get it, no, man. He has to go up and get it. But in terms of just pure, when I look at the route running, when I look at his ability to cut, when I look at his ability and how he catches the ball and moves. I'm telling you, I, I I like him better. That's that's just all there is to it. I don't think you've had enough of a sample size. Last year we had a pretty good sample size of him, and he was Not hurt. Really? But you got to throw. You got to. You know, Trubisky's first got to throw the ball to him. Look at our right receivers' numbers, man. That's pathetic. Well, yeah, because our quarterback's kind of pathetic. No, it's not kind of. You need to say he is, because I'm. I'm sorry, but I'm not taking this shit anymore with him. I don't know what it is where he may... What did he win? America's Got Talent? Like, why is he so loved for being so bad? This is his third year in the league, and he looks horrible. Oh, you know, people people talked about our defense regressing this year. That was the big talk in the offseason. Right, right. Our defense hasn't regressed. (laughs) You know what's the crazy part? Everything, literally everything, has stayed the same since we played the Eagles. We rely on field goals to win games. 
except this time we have Eddie, and Eddie's kicking him through. And we still have Trubisky not doing anything, except the only difference between the playoff game and this game is he's not even slinging the ball in between the 20s anymore. And on top of that, our defense, the best part, which is amazing, that they're keeping up being that prestigious of a D. Well, it's easy to remember his stats, though. All you have to do is ask, how many touchdowns did Trubisky throw? And you always get zero. But it's not even throw. We're not even running them in. Oh, I know. And I want to talk about this, too. I am starting to turn slightly on Matt Nagy also. Uh, he dumbed down the playbook. He said, we have to get back to basics. What does that say to you? Yeah. When you hear that, what do you okay. think? Okay. I want to know your I'm, honest I, opinion. I am what so, do you think? I am so glad you brought this up because during the game, they were showing a picture of Matt Nagy looking over the playbook and and what I just pictured Nagy saying, oh, I'd like to do this play. Oh, shoot, I got Trubisky. Can't go to that. Oh, I'd like to do this play. Can't do that one. Got Trubisky as a quarterback. So, I so, think he's having a heck of a hard time utilizing maybe even half the playbook because I think he knows who he has. So do you think that he dumbed it down because Trubisky cannot – Memorize the plays, or do you think he no, dumbed it down no. because he can't make the throws? I think he and I, he can't make the reads. I, I think Trubisky's plenty smart enough to know the plays and so forth. What I think is that Trubisky's overwhelmed, and because he's overwhelmed, he doesn't see the field, and because he doesn't see the field, he doesn't make the throws. I agree. Uh, I think it's a bad mistake. Like, how are you in year two of an offense and you're dumbing down your offense? That doesn't make yeah. sense. Well, does does not the first two games look much more vanilla than last year? I mean, yeah. In in some ways, guys, um, if you, I part of the game yesterday, and this pains me to say this, but. For a little while there, I thought I was watching John Fox football. I, we, I, we said that, too. First we, first down, run. Second down, run. Third down, pass the ball. Fourth down, punt the ball. It, it, it just was too predictable. And I'm, I'm with you. I think Nagy has to step his game up and not make the plays and the and the personnel on the field so predictable. Yeah, I mean, I it's it's frustrating that we're dumbing stuff down. And uh, here's the the truth. And here's the matter. And we can start talking about this. Is uh, <laughs> we have a game coming up a week from tonight? Oh, Monday Night Football, the Washington Redskins. If we can't lay it. Trubisky needs to throw at least two touchdown passes and no picks for me to have any confidence. And I don't think that's high. But man, I hope to God I'm wrong and he just comes out and slays oh. the rest of the year. But I'm I would, telling I you, man. I would love to see that. We I'm gonna I'm gonna brag I'm, but I'm gonna brag for a second. I have seen this since day one. Since he got drafted, I have told you you look at the tape, you're like, this kid can't play. It's so easy to see. And I don't know how other people can't see it. Now, I'm not saying I'm some kind of, that I could be a GM or something, but I would have never saw Patrick Mahomes. I would have never, maybe, I don't know. I'm Maybe I'm selling myself short in the aspect of I don't get to spend, you know, 80 hours a week looking at all these recruits and stuff. But how many quarterbacks, and go ahead and try to name one, who has started one season in college and came out and been good? Because I can't name no, one. I can't either. Well, here's the thing, too. That, uh, but look how many recently have been bust, right? Johnny, oh, yeah. Man, Johnny Manziel. Was he one? I don't know. And he just... He, I guess I'm talking about just looking at the tape. You knew the right. way he would run around, throw off his back foot. He was no good. Right. But the one that springs to mind big time for me is Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill only had that. They took him super high, and now he's just not even on the team. Yeah. And for years, all Dolphins fans said, well, is he the guy? And they did seven years, eight years, whatever it was, in purgatory. We can't do that. Yeah. We've already done that with Jay Cutler. We can't just keep pissing our money away on a quarterback. 
My opinion is, when it comes to a quarterback, and I think you'll agree with me, if you have to sit there and ask yourself, should he deserve the money, then he shouldn't get the money. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, These quarterbacks that the team continues to say, maybe next year, maybe next year, maybe next game, I want Trubisky to do good because I love the Chicago Bears. I want him to throw seven touchdowns. But you know what? There comes a point in time that the eyes on the field and what you see are just not coming together. No, and if he has a blowout game against the Redskins, it's not going to surprise me because they're not a good team. Okay? Like, you know, he had a blowout against Tampa. He threw six TDs. I, I just think that the problem is he has more bad games Right then he does good games, and but everyone takes the sample of the good games and blows it out of proportion. But I think we and a few other people, I'd probably say about thirty-five percent of the fan base are the only ones that go, look at all these bad games. Like what the hell is this? So so the difference. Listen, anybody can who's decent quarterback in the NFL can have fantastic games here and there. I I mean, that can be done. It's been done consistently throughout time. Here is the issue. Even if Trubisky goes out there and throws seven TDs against Washington and we just kill them, here's why I'm not convinced. You have to consistently get first downs. You have to consistently put the team on your back and drive drive the team forward. And what we're missing with... Trubisky is consistency. Yes. It's just not there. And until he is consistent in getting first downs, in making smart decisions, in throwing the ball away when it should really be thrown the ball away, and when hitting, he can consistently hit people on the run. That's a novel idea, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of throwing behind them, you actually throw out in front of them. That's a novel idea. Well, maybe not even throw in front. It'd be nice to see him hit in stride. There we go. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. So it's that consistency that until I see it, he doesn't get my seal of approval. My, uh, My only fear is that this Bears' great defense is not going to... We're not going to win anything, in my opinion, because the where, where do you go, man? The Dolphins are so bad, they're going to get the first pick. Oh, yeah. We, I mean, we, they've we, had a fire sale so I, bad. That, I know, yeah. but what I'm trying to say is our defense is so good. We're, we have to find a gem. That's it. We yeah. have to find. Yeah. Because there, there we can't trade up. There, there are gems in the mid-round. You can find them on occasion. Um, you know, it, it happens. Um, not everybody that's taken in the first round is a great but QB. You, but wouldn't you like to see us take someone ex- in the coming draft at oh, QB? Absolutely, absolutely. Because if we don't, I'm going to fear that that hundred million dollar contract's coming. Oh, oh, don't, dear Lord, let's not even go there. I, if, I, I can't take that. If it gets proposed, because obviously Pace can't do it without asking ownership. He can't. That's a known fact because I don't know if you're aware, but when you guarantee people money, they have to confirm that the money's been put into the bank by that team. Yeah. So, you know, Pace doesn't have, you know, $90 million or whatever we'd offer to get there. Do you think that at that point, if Trubisky plays as bad as he's been playing, that the ownership says, listen, you're done too? Yeah. Well, here's a bigger question, and and I and I don't know, Tyler, the answer to your question, but here's what I think. Okay, well, well, hold on, real quick, before you go, what I was yeah. going to say. So, yeah, do you think the ownership says that, or do you think that Pace? Do you think that there's a chance that Pace goes, "I messed up, I have to fix this, I have to find a quarterback," or do you think he says, "Ride or die," I'm uh, he, Trubisky's my boy. We're going out together. If he don't get paid, I don't get paid. Because they'll fire his ass and then be stuck. We've seen it before. Jerry Angelo offered... Uh, no, it was Emery, wasn't it? Emery. 
Emery offered uh, um, Jay Cutler the hundred million dollar contract. They yeah. got rid of Jay, and then you know Trustman came in. But that's a long story. And then he got stuck with J- with Jay. Like so. Do, so, do you think Ryan? What I'm trying to say is, do yeah. you think Ryan Pace is a big enough man to admit his flaws, or do you think he's a ride or die? I think, unfortunately, I think he's going to ride this pony until it dies. I, yeah, I am not. Also, I am not convinced that he is a big enough man to say, you know what, I've made a mistake. I'm going to see. I think. I think he kind of sees himself as a bit of a football guru. And to his credit, he has made some great I, picks, but I, he has I also it. been, I get it. He man, has he's also some. shot us in the foot, but, man. He's also gotten rid of Alshon Jeffrey. He's also gotten rid of Robbie gold and said, you don't have it anymore. And Robbie gold still has only missed <laughs> three kicks ever for the 49ers. So, you know, he, and right now he's missed on Trubisky and traded up to get him, man. You know, I really believe that Pace has hooked his lasso to the Trubisky star, and do you that's think, it. Do you think that? Do you think that our president will step in and say, if let's say these are all hypotheticals, but I like to do these because I just it's it, they're good talking points. Do you think? That RG, you know, let's say he, you know, Trubisky still has a bad year. Now he's on a contract year. Usually, now, I bet Patrick Mahomes is going to get paid either at the end of this year or during this year, okay? Do you think Trubisky, they say, well, we'll give him one more year? Or if he plays bad and Pace goes, let's give him one more year. Or if Pace goes, you know, we need to pay him. Do you think that's when... The president steps in and says, you know, we've seen this before. We can't do this again. We can't get locked into that contract because the thing with the quarterback is we've seen it before with defensive players where you can you can ship them and trade them later. You can't do that with a quarterback. No one wants that salary cap. No one wants to deal with that, those woes and those problems. I, I, I don't think that will happen. I, I think what needs to occur is that in order for us to get rid of Trubisky, they may have to get rid of Pace. But that's what I'm saying. Do you think that the ownership will step in, or do you think that they'll say, okay, you know, you know we, we did just give you a three-year extension because the ownership has been known to cut the cord. And yeah. they got an extension, too. Yeah. I'm wondering how much in the back of their heads were, because they're watching the games, too. Well, where, where they sit there and they say, you know, he's made a lot of good picks, but the one pick that is our missing link right now is Trubisky. Yeah, i i think the, I think the maternal owner of the of the Bears is at a point where they're wanting to win soon, and I believe that unlike years past where they might hang on and hang on, they really might let pace go. And I think that's the only way that they're going to get rid of Trubisky. If Trubisky truly has another bad year is that the, they will have to go out together. Hopefully they keep Nagy. Sometimes those are all a package, but um, especially the GM and the, and the head coach. But um, I, I think Nagy has value regardless of whether Trubisky is there or not. Um, I think he has even more value um, if Trubisky's does, not there. Does he speak up? If he has a bad year, does... Uh, you know, behind, when, behind the scenes, I'd love to be a fly on the wall. I would and, too, and, man. And listen to that conversation because Nagy's not stupid. He's a smart coach and he's a smart guy. And there's one thing that he has to say in front of the cameras and the public, but you gotta bet that behind the scenes, there's a little bead of sweat that's starting to run down certain people's foreheads and their back, thinking, whoa, this train is going the wrong direction. Well, and but see, the big thing with Coach Nagy is now he is the offensive mind, he's the offensive creator. Usually you see, you know, when this stuff happens and when this stuff goes bad, the offensive coordinator gets fired. 
So that's this is what makes this interesting, where you have a guy who just won in his very first year going 12-4, and four, winning the head coach of the year, who I think is a genius and very creative, who I think is just stuck with the bad quarterback. When does it become Nagy going, shit, it's me or him now? Because I think that's what it's coming down to. I know he's not thinking it now because they're one and one. It's early in the season. They're going to do what every good team does. They're going to put their head down and they're going to go forward and they're going to try to put this in the past. But while saying that, I have seen Nagy cuss out Trubisky under his folder before. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt it's aiming towards him. He does a very good job of keeping it in-house. I think the Bears, if Trubisky doesn't start performing... And I'm gonna be completely honest. I know earlier I, I'm, you know, I'm gonna take this back. I want Trubisky to kind of do bad, man. I want him out. I, I don't, I don't want to get stuck in this purgatory. I don't want to be doing this podcast for years, even though we will. We'll continue to do it as long as we can. I don't want to do this podcast for years where we're sitting here just repetitive over the same stuff. And I know. If you let, like, we always harp on pace and, and Trubisky, and now we're getting on Nagy, but what else is there to say? Because our defense is, uh, they're, they're, they're a tsunami. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're killing it. Yeah, they are killing it. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a shame. It's, it's just a dirty shame that we have to have such a great defense and have you ever felt this bad after a loss? No, I haven't. And and as we came on the air today, you know, we stated that pretty clearly that, you know, we won and we both like that we won. And why don't we feel great? Because you know why? It's a rhetorical kind of question, but the reason we don't feel great is well, look, and at, it, and look you- at our quarterback. Well, it just sucks for kickers, too, man. Because think about the kickers, right? Like, yeah, you know, I mean, God, you go back to bad decisions, man. Cody Parkey should not have been on the team that long. That's a whole other thing, too. That that Add that to Ryan Pace's botches. But, like, you go to kickers, what if Eddie just keeps kicking and kicking and kicking and he he hits five? But then he lines up for six to win the game and he misses. That's not on Eddie to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our kicker should not be taking six field goals a game. Yeah. Well, you know, just just metaphorically, I think all of us can relate. We've all at one point in time had a car, right? That we knew the car wasn't just right, but it it barely made it from point A to point B and we kept driving the same old car over and over again because we didn't want to get rid of it and it was doing just good enough to get us to work and to get us to the places we like to go. Yeah. That's kind of how it feels. It's kind of feels like we're riding this pony and we're riding this car and we're just getting to the win, but it's really doesn't feel good. All right, let's let's wrap it up a little bit here and let's go into what what do you expect to see you know what? Let's not do expect because that that could yeah, get negative yes. too. Let's go with what do you uh, what would you like to see come next Monday? Okay, here's there there are a couple things I would like to see next Monday. Well, real quick though, yeah. I think I can speak for both of us where we can skip the defense and just say defense, yeah. just be defense. Yeah, yeah just, be yourselves. Yeah, yeah, just come out and play bear football. So the things on offense I would like to see one is a more creative use of scheme and personnel. Agree. I, I, I think Agreed. we. I think we're too vanilla out there. Two. Um, I'd like to see um, Trubisky actually make good reads and throw the ball accurately. Okay. And and three. I would like to see us do a little bit more of the short passing with the running backs and and um, maybe even a, a few reverses. Though the some of the real tricky stuff we we try to do though. Um, want to get away from the real tricky stuff. I don't know, man. I'm going to disagree. I think we need to get back to the real tricky stuff. Look how well it worked last year. We don't do it anymore. We don't run Santa's sleigh. We we said now it that earlier. Was kind of, that was kind of fun, though. That was kind of fun. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. you were saying just now you want well, to get away from I, that. I, I'm talking about I'm talking about some of the stuff that's so tricky that we trick ourselves right out of. But the, you know what we're doing with those real tricky plays is we're not even running them. Yeah. Like when we were lined up for fourth down in that weird formation, we didn't run the play. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Enough with this. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So those are the things I would really like to see. And uh, mine's real simple. I just want to see Trubisky not go three and out. I want to see Trubisky maintain a drive. I want to see him help our defense. And by help our defenses, do not turn over the ball so we're back on the field. Do not do all that bull, man. Yeah, you want a sustained drive, right? Even if it doesn't end up in any points, yes, that's one thing. But we can be going three and out, three and out, three and out. To our, where our defense is exhausted. Some nice long drives, which is very sustainable against this Redskins defense because they are not this good, that good this year. Yeah. And there's a good chance, too, Jabisky, you're going to have a lot of help from our defense. I believe we can, uh, I think we're going to pick Case Keenum at least once, maybe even twice. We're, we're going to cause some fumbles, I think. I think we are going to eat them alive, honestly, on defense. Yeah. Yeah, I would not be surprised if we lose a close one in the end because our offense did not produce. If Trubisky does not get 200 yards this game and two TDs, and I mean, I'm telling you, dude, that's mediocre in this league right now. Yeah. That's a mediocre day out in the office. Yeah. You know what, though? I take that back. If he can just get, he maybe not two TDs, just let's just go, let's make it simple for him. 200 yards, one TD. But, God, we got to at least put up three TDs on offense. At least. We've done one all year. One offensive rushing touchdown in two games. That's just pathetic. This doesn't even seem real in this day and age. No, no, it does not. I mean, this is this is the air it out NFL, and and we're, we're not even a part of it yet. God, I wish we played Miami this year. Yeah, no kidding. But we do not. So... You got anything else on your mind? I think that's about it, son. All right. We uh, play next Monday night, so we'll have to figure out when we're going to do a podcast, but it will be out shortly after that game because the game is so late. We're not going to do it after the game, so we will figure out a time. So until next time, remember, it's always a good time when you bear down. Bear down.